0: Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Nunalaf, Daf 51, Masech the Sukkah. The first part of the Daf, kind of like most of the first Amud, continues discussing the Machlokas between Iker shira B'chli or Iker Bepet, right? When it comes to the songs that they would sing in the Besamikdash for the Korbanos, the Levim would sing during the Nisuchayayin. Was the main part of the singing the vocal singing or was the main most important part of the singing the musical accompaniment? So we will continue there um, And Also have another Sort of look at the machlokas between Rabbi Yossi, Reb Yehuda and the Chachamim Regarding if the flute Is Doche or not And then we get to a new mission at the bottom of Nunalif Munalev And that discusses the Simchas Beis Hashuev in a little bit more detail which is uh, kind of cool and then we have some interesting agaritas uh, on Dafnun Nun so let us jump in we are all the way, all the way, all the way at the bottom of Dafnun Amud Alif the last line of the page Om um, Rab Papa, we are now at the top of Dafnun Alif um, Amr Kitanoi. Kitanoi. says Rab Papa, let us say that this idea this discussion of is the main thing of the singing the singing or is the main thing of the singing the musical accompaniment so let's say it's as we learn in the Mishnah Reb Meir says that the people who were playing the musical instruments were the uh, slaves of the priests that's who was playing the musical instruments right so during the Nisuch HaYayin right while the uh, uh, wine libations were happening for the sacrifices, so the Levian, the Levites, would be singing the, um, Shir Shayom, the song of the day. And while that was happening, there would be musical accompaniment. It says, Rabbi Meir, who were the people, who were the musicians? Rabbi Meir says that the musicians were the slaves of the priests, of the Qanim. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi, says Rabbi Yossi Mishpachas beis Mishpachas hoyu. Rabbi Yossi says that the um musicians were from the house of Pigarim from the right so from the family of Pigarim from the family of Tzifraya they were from this place called Ama'um Shayumassin Lehuna that they were they had very uh, they were very fancy families that they were permitted to marry into the priesthood into the kihuna so it was a Yichus thing it was a very fancy it was a very fancy family okay now they weren't necessarily Levim but they were uh, fancy people. Reb Khanina ben Antigonus, Omer, Levim Hayu. They actually were Levim. They were Levites. Okay, so we have three options. We have Meir says that they were slaves. Reb Yossi says that they were from fancy families, but they were not Levites. And we have a Khanina ben Antigonus who says that they actually were Levim. The Levim would sing. The Levim would 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 do the musical accompaniment. And we want to say that this is how to understand this machlokas. There is a mayor who says that they were slaves. He holds that the main thing of the singing is the singing, not the musical accompaniment. So the musical accompaniment could be slaves. The singing has to be levim, but not the musical accompaniment. Whereas ben Antigonus who says that the musicians were Levites as well. So he holds, that the main thing of the singing is actually the musical accompaniment. In which case, the musical accompaniment would have to be um, Levites as well. Just like the singing would be Levites, the musical accompaniment would be Levites as well. But one second, the Gemari says, wait a second, how does Rav Yosi fit into all of this? Rav Yosi says that um the peop the musicians were these very fancy families. So what does fancy families have to do with anything? If you hold know all that the main thing of the singing is the singing and the musical accompaniment is not part of the avoda, well then Afilo Avodim Then it could even just be the slaves, like Reb Meir. How come Rabiosi says it's these fancy families? Why do you need fancy families? It could be anybody, even slaves. And if you say that the main thing of the singing is the musical accompaniment, well, then it's an avoda, in which case, Leviam and Yisraelim Lo. The musicians would have to be priests, uh, Levites. They can't just be fancy non-Levites. So, how do we understand Rabiosi if we try to break down this machlokas being an Ikrishir Bechli, Ikrishir Bepet consideration? How does Rabiosi, who says that the musicians were fancy, from fancy families, what is that? Where does that, you know, how does, that have anything to do with ikushir bechli versus ikushir bepe? Elo to chuliam ikushir bepe. Ooh, So the Gemara says, okay, in this three-way machlokus, Rabeir, rabiosi and Ruchaninah ben Antigonus, everyone holds that the main thing of the singing is the singing. The musical accompaniment is not part of the avoda. V'ha'akam this is how to understand the machlokus. Okay, that they're just saying, look, this is what happened, Kelu, There's no Nafkaminis over here. They're not trying to say that the people, that Reb says that the people playing the musical instruments had to be slaves. Reb saying that the people playing the musical instruments had to be from these family, these fancy families. No, they're just saying that this is what it is. This is what happened. Le'maisa in the Beis HaMikdash, the people who would play the musical instruments, uh, Remeir would say that they were slaves. Bi'osi would say that right—that the people who were playing the musical instruments were these fancy families. and what is the nafkemine? Who cares who they were? So and the u'l'maiser So the difference is that can you assume that if you see someone playing a musical instrument in the Besamiktosh? Can you make certain assumptions about them, right? Meaning, if you meet a fellow, you know, you meet a fellow afterwards, and you say, "Oh, I saw you were playing guitar. You were playing guitar while the Levi were singing." So, what conclusions can I draw about you? Can I assume that you're a Levi? Can I give you a Meiser? Can you marry Kohanim? So, <laughs> so Reb Meir who says that the musicians were slaves. He says, look, you cannot draw any conclusions from the fact that you saw some guy playing guitar. You cannot assume assume that he's a levy, and therefore you cannot give him miser. You also cannot assume that he comes from a fancy family. So you cannot assume that he can marry into the priesthood. And Rabbi who says that the musicians were not Levian but they were from fancy families. So according to that you can conclude that oh if I saw you playing an instrument. So it must mean that you're from a fancy family. So you can marry into the priesthood. Um, however we cannot assume that we can give this fellow Meiser Because he's not necessarily a Levi. <speaking in Hebrew> and according to Chanina Ben-Antigonus. Who says that the musicians without Levites. Well, so he says that you can assume that if somebody who's playing an instrument, you can assume that he can marry into priesthood as well as that you can give him a miser as well because he is a levy. Okay, fine. Very interesting discussion over there. Now, Verbumi Baraba Machlokas b'shir shoshoeva that the machlokas is actually by the shir shoshoeva. Now, if you remember yesterday, Rav Yosef had said that okay, we had seen a machlokas between Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda, and the Chacham. Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda says that the flute is doche even Shabbos, and the Chacham argue to the exact opposite, which is to say, it's the 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 flute is not doche Shabbos and it's not even doche Yom So Rav Yosef wanted to say that this Machlokas is regarding the flute that was played together with the song that accompanied the korbanis 12 days of the year. But it was basically the, the, the flute of the uh, korbanis, and that's how we got into the whole thing of well, it's ikler, shir Bekhli, it's Ikrashir bepe. So if also wanted to say that this Machlokas where Yosef Barbuta says that you're allowed to play the flute even on Shabbos is Davka in the context of the songs that would accompany the korbanis, But, says of Yosef, when it comes to the Simchas Beis HaShoeva, where the flute was just to make things Lebedeck, so in that case, says of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, um, would agree with the Chacham that the flute would not be Docha Shabbos. You can't play the flute on Shabbos for the Simchas Beis HaShoeva. Now comes Rabbi Bar Abba and says, actually, the Machlokas is by the Simchas Beis HaShoeva. When it comes to the Simchas Beis Hashoeva, Rabbi Yosef says that you're allowed to play the flute on Shabbos because, after all, playing a flute is, is only an Isur right? Playing musical instruments on Shabbos is only also an Midor and Ain Shivos BeMikdash, right? There's no um, dinim we you know dinim der are waived in the Beis Hamikdash in the context of that Avodah. And Rabbi Yosef argues, look, the Simchas Beis Hashoeva, it was sort of a mitzvah in the context of the Nisuch Hamayim. We're celebrating the Nisuch Hamayim. So, so says Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda, we can um, waive the Dinder Abonon um, that prohibits playing musical instruments on in Shabbos. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi says, look, you're allowed to play the flute in the context of the Simchas Pesach in the Vesemik on Shabbos. So Rabbi Yirmiya Bar-Abo, Omer says, Rabbi Yirmiya Bar-Abo, Machlokas Bishir Shosh Shoeva, take the Machlokas between Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda and the about whether or not you could play the flute on Shabbos is in the context of the Simchas Beis HaShorei but the Reb Berbuda Sovar Simcha Yisera Na Ami Shabbos. HaShabbos the Reb Berbuda holds that even this uh, um, um, increased happiness that is brought about by playing the flute is enough to be Docheh Shabbos whereas the Rabbis hold Simcha Yisera Eina Docheh HaShabbos that this enhanced happiness and playing the fruit, the, playing the fruit, playing the flute in order to en- enhance the happiness of the Simchas Beis is not Docha according to the Chachom. However, when it comes to the uh, songs and the musical accompaniment that would accompany the uh, Korbanis, certainly it would be Docha even According to the Chachom, Meisfe, we have a kasha against Rav Yosef from yesterday. Shirsha Shoeva, Doche Sashabos, that the songs of the Simchas Beisah Shoeva and their musical accompaniment is Doche Shabbos, the Rav Yosef by Yehuda. That is the opinion of Rav Yosef by Yehuda. The Chachom say, um, that the flute is not Doche Shabbos, it's not even Doche Yomtiv. We see, therefore, a brisa which is explicit. That Rabbi Yosef Rabbi says that you would be allowed to play the flute on Shabbos for the Simchas Base Ashoeva. to Tiyuv Yosef, Tiyuvta. That's it. We have a brisa uh, um, uh, contradicting Rabbi Yosef, and that's that, which is interesting because Rabbi Yosef was like the brisa man. So interesting that he missed this one. Very interesting. Lema Bishir Shal the pliege Ava Bishir Shal Korban. So let's say that, okay, fine. So we have this b'risa saying that the machlokas between Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yehuda who says that you're allowed to play the flute on Shabbos and the chacham who say that you're not allowed to play the flute on Shabbos. So we have a b'risa saying that that machlokas is by um, uh, the simchas beis hashoeva. But we want to say that everybody agrees that when it comes to the korbin, you would be allowed to play the flute on Shabbos, even the chacham. So it sounds like it's taka, a against, right, that this brisa argues on Rav Yosef in two regards. Number one, in the fact that Rav Yosef says that everyone agrees that the flute is not Doch HaShavas for Simchas Besashoeva, and we see the Brysa saying that actually Rav Yosef says that the flute is Doch HaShavas for Simchas Besashoeva. And the second argument against Rav Yosef is that Rav Yosef says that there that the Machlokas is specifically by the Korbin. That Rabbi Yosef B'buta says that the flute is doch hashavas by the Korbin and the Chacham say it is not. And now we seem to be saying that everyone agrees actually that when it comes to the Korbin, the flute is doch hashavas, even the Chacham. So let's say that we basically, this this brysa is coming to argue on Rabbi Yosef both with, with, regard, with regard to the Korbin as well as with regard to the Simchas Pesach Shueva, Omar or Yosef. But would Rav Yosef would respond to you? Play Gabe Shir Shoshu the korban. Rav Yosef would respond and say no. Certainly, it's clear from the Brysa that Rav Yosef Rabbi argues when it comes to the Simchas Beis HaShoeva and says that you are allowed to play the flute on Shabbos for the Simchas Beis HaShoeva. And Rav Yosef concedes that that he was wrong there. Beseder, fine. But the Simchas Beis HaShoeva, it's a machlokas. I was wrong. I said everyone agrees that it's not tochah Shabbos. I was incorrect. It's a machlokas. But says Rabbi Yosef, the machlokas is also though by the Korban. The Chacham would maintain that the flute would not be docha Shabbos for the Korban. And therefore says Rabbi Yosef, while I got it wrong by the Simchas Pesa Shoeva, I still maintain that when it comes to the Korban, there's this machlokas as well. Rabbi Yosef says that the flute is docha Shabbos for the Korban. And um, the Chacham said it is not. The Haidu Kamiflika B'shisha and the reason why they specifically argue in the context of Simchas B'sha Shoeva in the price Lodi Achakochot Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi to teach you how far Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi goes in permitting playing the flute on Shabbos, de Nami that it's even Docha Shabbos for the Simchas B'sha Shoeva. But, the Machlokas would, um, apply as well to the, um, musical accompaniment that, um, uh, that accompanies the songs of the korbanos. <speaking in Hebrew> Wait a second, what did our mishnah say? Our mishnah had said, "Zeu chadlus shbeisa shu'eva." This is the flute of the beisa shu'eva. She'eno <speaking in Hebrew> doche lo es shabbos vlo yomtiv. That it is not doche <speaking in Hebrew> shabbos or yomtiv. Zeu de'eno doche. Right, that the. Kumara is pointing out that the Mishnah says Zehu this is not Doche Shabbos or korbin doche, but it would be Doche the um, it would be Doche the uh, Corbin the paper boy always drops off the uh, paper in the morning it uh, it's very quiet and then the paper boy comes and he uh uh, it's a little thing. It's a little thing. So, anyways, so, so, so the Mishnah says that the, um, Akuponim, so, so, you see, it's a little distracting. That's, that's the thing with the paper guy. So, so, so Akoponim, so, so the, um, oh, so the Mishnah had said that the flute is not Doche Shabbos or Yomtiv by the Simchas Beisel Shoeva, but it would be Doche Shabbos when it comes to the Corbin. So now money. Who is the opinion that would say that it is not Doha Shabbos for the Simchas Beis HaShoeva, but it is Doha Shabbos for the Korban? It can't be Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudah because Rabbi Yosef Yudah says that the flute is even Doha Shabbos for the Simchas Beis HaShoeva. And the Arab Krishna is saying that it's not Doha Shabbos. For Simchas Beis Hashoeva, Elav El Rabbanon rather must be that our mission is the opinion of the rabbis who say that the flute is not Docha Shabbos for the Simchas Beis Hashoeva. But we're saying that okay, so it's not Docha Shabbos for the Simchas Beis Hashoeva, but it is Docha Shabbos for the Korbanis. Therefore, Utiyuta Derav Yosef betartet tiyutta. So we see that clearly, it's a kasha on Rav Yosef in both regards, right? Rav Yosef says that there's a machlokas between Rav Yosef, and Rav and the Chacham by the Korban. And we point out that actually there is no Machlokas by the korban. Everyone agrees that the flute would be Docha by the korban. And Rav Yosef had said that when it comes to Simchas Beis HaShueva, everyone agrees that the flute would not be Docha Actually, Rav Yosef Bar-Buda says that the flute is Docha when it comes to Simchas Beis HaShueva. So we see that it's Takakasha and Rav Yosef in both regards. By the korban and by the Simchas Beis HaShueva. My time with the Omer, Iker What's Pshat with the opinion who says that the main thing of the singing is the musical accompaniment? The is the says To bring up the, the, the Ola offering to the Mizbech When they began offering the Ola began the song of God and the trumpets as well as the Kalim the vessels of Davin al So we see that part of the Savoda was also these instruments. My What's the reason for the opinion who says that the main thing of the singing is the actual singing? The Pazuk says, And it was the trumpeters and the singers to make one voice. So we see it doesn't say anything about the musical instruments, just the singers and the trumpeters. But the trumpeters are not musical instruments. They're just like, uh, trumpets to let the nation know stuff, but more like announcement trumples, trumpets, but not the musical instruments. So in that second pasuk, there's no mention of musical instruments. Okay? Now, according to this second opinion that says, because there was no mention of instruments in that second pasuk, what about the first pasuk that does mention the musical instruments? So, this is what the first pasuk is saying. They began the singing to God with their with their voices. Also with the musical accompaniment of uh, Dov, Dov, King David, in order not as part of the singing, but in order to make things more Labadic, but not necessarily, um, uh, you know, as part of the mitzvah. And what about according to the first opinion? What about the pasuk, the second pasuk that mentions uh, the trumpets and the singers, but not the, the 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 not the whole orchestra? This is what the pasuk means: the singers, just like the trumpeters, just like the trumpeters are using a trumpet. So also, the singers were accompanied and included with the singing was musical accompaniment that was part of the avoda. Okay, so that's kind of the uh, I guess rationale for why you would say Ikrashira Bechli versus Ikrashira Bepeh. Okay, friends, let's go weiter. We're at a new Mishnah. At the bottom of Nunalav Mudaalav Mishelaroa Simchas Beis la Laroa Simcha Miyamav. A fellow who has not experienced, who has not seen the Simchas Beis HaShoeva, the rejoicing, this party that they would have around the drawing of the water for the Nisuch HaMaiim, Loroa Simcha he has never seen true happiness. Uh, on the Motzoyi yomtiv after the first night of the Sukkot, Yardu Lezaz noshim. they would go down so I guess the Kohanim, the people who were in the Ezos Israel, they would go to the S-Noshim, Right, the S-Noshim was like right outside the you know, I guess the Azar Kilu, right there, right outside the Nicanor would be this like uh, uh other courtyard that was called the S-Noshim. Mesaknin Sham Tikin Gadol, they make dart in a big a big thing. Munar Shazav, Hayusham, there were there were lamps made out of gold. And there were four cups at the top of these lamps. And there were four ladders for each lamp. And there were four young koanim uvidem kadim log. And there was 120 logs worth of. Uh, they had these pitchers that would hold 120 logs. The Gemara is going to ask: Is it was it a total of 120 or 120 each? And they would pour the oil into each of the cups at the top of each of the lamps. And from the worn out uh, uh, garments of the koanim, and from their hems, uh, the, 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 the pants, they would make wicks from these uh, worn out clothing and from their hems, and they would uh, light the uh, lamps for the simchas And there was not even one chotzer in Yerushalayim that was not lit up from the lights of these lamps from the Beis HaShoeba. Chasidim the Chasidim and the great people, Merakhtim Bifname, would dance over there. Bahvukas Shalor Shabiyaden, with torches. They would juggle torches of fire. Be'omrim, and they would say, in front of them, praises, and songs, Valvim bechinoros and the Levites were playing uh, their harps of nevalem and lyres of nitzaltaim and symbols of achatzotzris and trumpets of chleisher blow and all sorts of instruments al chomish esrei mylos ayados mezosusol ezos and they would be standing on the fifteen steps that go from the ezosusol to the ezos noshim chomish esrei that um, these stairs were kineged. The fifteen Shiramalos uh, that David HaMelech composed in uh, authored in Sefer Tehillim. Shalim Livim Omdim Bchle Shirva Omim Shirah that the Levim would be over there and they would sing songs. And there were two Koanim uh, who would stand at the Sharnikanor. Uh, vishnei be a day and and they would have trumpets. Kara Agever. So, as we learned in Mesechta the Yoma, there's two options for what Kara Agever means. Either it means that the rooster would kakadudal do, or Gvini Akaros which we also learned about him in Mesechta Shkolim. He would say, okay, it's time. Taku Veru Vitaku, the Qanim would blow on the trumpets. Higiulam serious Asiris. Taku Veru Vitaku, and then they would get to the, um, the tenth stair, and the Gemara is going to ask, is it the tenth from the top or the tenth from the bottom? And they would blow again, Igu Lazar, takaviru Vitaku, And then when they got to the ezos noshim, they would blow the trumpets again. Are you talking, And they would extend the last blow, the until they would reach the gate that left from the Shire from the um um What's it called? The ezos uh, noshim to the Har Habayis. He the Sha'ar mizoch. when they got to this gate that would lead from the Ezras Noshim to the Har Habayis they would now turn around and face westward towards the Heichol when they said our fathers who were in this place they would turn their backs to the kedma, and they would face eastwards and they would face and they would um, bow towards the sun. Interesting. But us, our eyes are towards God. Interesting. And uda Yehuda um, said they would they would kind of say it in a double they would double it up. Not just that we our eyes are to God, but we are to God as well as our eyes are to God. Very interesting stuff over here. It says the Gemara Tana Rabanan: The Rabbis taught Mishelarah Simchas Beis Hashoeva. Larah Simcha A fellow who did not experience the Simchas Besa Hashoeva never experienced true happiness. Wow! May we merit to experience the Simchas Besa Hashoeva very soon. Mishelarah Yerushalayim BeSefarta. Larah Kach Me'olam. Anybody who, who uh, was unable to see Jerusalem in its glory, never saw a, I don't know, beloved city in his life. Anybody who missed out from being able to see the Besamikdash when it was built, has never seen such a beautiful, splendid building in his life. Mai, which base There was the first temple, the second temple, there was the renovated second temple of Hordus. of in Hordus. Says Abayi some of that that, that staff it was. It was Herod's temple. The second temple, the, the version of Herod, that was mamish, an absolutely gorgeous building. Bimai banye, how was it constructed? Rabba says rabba shaisha umar, umar mara. with Green marble and white marble. Some say it was green marble, blue marble, and white marble. and one row would kind of be protruding, and the next row would be intruding. I guess, like one in, one out. So that you can put plaster there. Apparently, um, I don't exact. I don't understand the exact construction method, but. Herod did not want to have cement between the stones because he didn't like the way that it looked. So he somehow did this in one row, out one row kind of thing and then you could maybe hide the cement somehow and you wouldn't see it. So over the and Badaive, and Herod had a, a thought to cover the, like, the entire base of Miktosh in gold. Amruleh, they said to him, Ravonon, shavke, leave it alone, leave it like this with the green um, marble and the blue marble and the white marble it looked like waves of the sea and therefore the rabbi said just leave it don't cover it all in gold wow wow Tanya who is taught in a bracer of Yehuda Omer says of Yehuda Mishelorah Dioflustan shel Alessandra shel Mitzrayim Lerabbi Chavodan shel Yisrael ho. Says Rabbi Yehuda, somebody who did not see the double rows of nobility of the Yidden in Alexandria and Egypt never saw the honor of the Yidden. Wow. That apparently the synagogue in Alexandria and Mitzrayim was something else. And Rabbi Yehuda is going to explain. Omru, they said, some big basilica, I guess. And it was like, there were there were different rows Sometimes there will be twice as many as those who left Egypt, which I guess is kind of ironic. The Yidin left Egypt. There were 600,000. And then they came back and there were twice as many. All right. And there were 71 like chairs of gold. That were like the 71 members of the Great Sanhedrin, the great court in Jerusalem and each one of these chairs was made of no less than twenty one two hundred and ten thousand kikars of of gold huh and there was like a big Bima a big like Platform, I guess, of wood in the middle of the synagogue, and the the Chazan would stand on it, and he had flags. I guess the person running the show there had flags. And when it became time that that right that the congregation needed to say Amen after a Bisudr, so he would wave a flag. And then everybody would know to say Amen. There were so many people there, and it was such a big place, such a big, like, stadium almost, that people couldn't hear the chazen. So, when it was time to say Amen, they would just wave a flag, and everybody would know to say Amen. And they wouldn't sit all mixed together with no order. The goldsmiths would sit um, in their own section. The chasophin, bifneatmon, and the silvermen, they would sit in their own section. The blacksteins, bifneatmon, they would all sit in their section. The tarsiyin, the coopers, would have their own section. The the coppersmiths would have their own uh, section. The gardien, bifneatmon, and the weavers would have their own. Area. And he a fellow who is poor, a fellow walks into the synagogue and he needs a panosif. So he would be able to just go to the section that was for his trade. And he would just go there and he would get a livelihood. Right? A fellow is a blacksmith. He needs a job. He would just go and be able to network in the blacksmith section of the synagogue. And boom, he would have... His next job and be able to support his family. Amrabaye um, says Abaye v'chulu katlinu al mokdon says Abaye that all of this was destroyed by Alexander the Great. But apparently, there this is not correct. This is not a correct gersa. You could drop the word mokdon. It was a different Alexander that destroyed this. Alexander the Great did not destroy all this, but it, this was all destroyed though. Wow. My time at Yonchu. How come they got punished? Mishum the a high kra because they violated the following pasuk. because the pasuk says that the yidden shouldn't be going back to Egypt, and they all did go back to Egypt, so that's why it all got destroyed. The inu hader asu, and these people came back and they shouldn't have. Ki ashka besifra, and when this Alexander came and found that they were reading. Um, in the Torah, that it says, Yiso Hashem Alecho that Hashem will bring upon you a nation from far away and will destroy you. Omar, this Alexander, said, He says, Look, I thought it was going to take me 10 days for me to get here on the boat. And the winds were good, and we got here in half the time in five days. He concluded that this pasuk was a reference to him; that he was the fellow who was going to come from far away and destroy the people, and he certainly uh, did that, and he destroyed them. that was Da'af Nun aleph of Masechta Sukkah. Very interesting daf. The first part of the daf discussed who exactly were the musicians who played on the um, who, who, who accompanied the levim. So Meir says it was the slaves of the Kohanim. Reb Yosi says it was very fancy families, and Reb Chanina ben Antigna says that it was the Levim themselves. And what's the Nafkamina? We said the Nafkamina is that what kind of conclusions can you draw about the, the about the musicians? According to Meir, who says that the musicians were slaves of the Kohanim, you can't draw any conclusions about these people. According to Rabbi Yosef, who says that they came from fancy families, what you can conclude is that anybody who is a musician in the base of can marry into the priesthood. And according to Abchanius ben Antigonus, who says that they were priests, uh, that, that 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 they were Levites, it means that you can that they can marry into the priesthood as well as you can give them your uh, ma'aser because they are um, levim. Then we saw Reb bar Abba's opinion, who argues on Reb Yosef, and he says that actually when it comes to this machlokas, between Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, and the Chachamim. When Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yuda says that you can even play the flute on Shabbos, and the Chachamim say you cannot play the flute on Shabbos, you can't even play it on Yom So, whereas yesterday, Rabbi Yosef says that this Machlokas is specifically by the musical accompaniment, by the songs in the context of the Korbanot, but when it comes to Simchas Beis Shoeva, everyone agrees that the flute would not be Docha Shabbos. Comes Rabbi Yirme Abba to say, actually, that the Machlokas is by the Simchas Pesach Shoeva. That Rabbi Yosef Abiyuda says, look, playing the flute is only a shvus; it's also Midra and because it's in the context of the Mitzvah of Nisuch HaMai, it's the En Shavuos, Mikdash it's Docha it's Shabbos, even by the Simchas Pesach Shoeva. Whereas the argue arguments say, no, it's not Doche it's not Docha Yomtiv." However, when it comes to the um, musical accompaniment in the context of the uh, Korbonis, that most certainly would be Doche Shabbos, even according to the Chachomim. Um, and we bring a brisa to support that, and also proof from our mishnah. And we basically um, say that it must be like Rabbi Yirmiyah Ba'aba and not like Rav Yosef. Then we got up to the next mishnah, uh, where we begin discussing what actually was the Simchas Beis Hashoeva. We discussed the preparations and the lamps, and then the dancing and uh, all sorts of. Things like that. And then at the end, we right, We saw that anybody who didn't see the Simchas Space of Shreva doesn't know what true happiness is. Anybody who, who didn't see Yerushalayim when it was uh, you know, built never saw a beautiful uh, city. And anybody who didn't see the Temple of Herod has never seen a gorgeous structure. And we then described this very impressive synagogue that there was in Alexandria and Egypt that could hold up to 1.2 million people in it. And it was so big that the, when it came time to say Amen, you couldn't hear the Chazus. They had to wave flags. And you would know to say Amen. And there were different sections of the synagogue based on profession. And if you needed to get a job, you could find the people that you needed to network in and find your next gig. Very, very interesting stuff. That was Daphne and Aleph. I hope you enjoyed. Enjoy your day. Cheers.